lights on ships like Christmas trees in the deep space night. They roam the universe in the starry night. Jingle bells across the star, goon swarms of When it comes to EVE Online, every player wants to know the most effective tactic available. You want to know the meta. The meta controls everything. It determines what will and will not happen. Knowing the meta will alter your views, make you question your reality. It might even make you laugh. And now, you're part of it. You're watching The Meta Show.
Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Meta Show. Today, today is Christmas Eve Eve, December the 23rd, 2023. I am here. Brisk is actually on the show for a change. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year, everybody. Mark and I had a contest to see which of us looked more like Santa today. And I think it's obvious I'm going to win. Yeah, I mean, yes. Okay, listen. Of course, you're going to win. I I have the appearance of like a like a younger, like just out of school Santa, oh, more virile like Santa. The beginning, okay, the I beginning of his right. his Santa adjacent journey. And you're like the Santa who's been at the at at the grind for like 700 years. He's still he's still kicking. Mrs. Claus is like, who ever heard of a skinny Santa? Certainly not you. That kind of business. You need so, to pump up. You need to play. You never seen the Rudolph movie with Santa? It's so goddamn exactly. skinny. It looks He's ridiculous. Gain some weight. So no, it is not a contest. Uh, I I never thought it would be a contest. Uh, not nearly enough gray in this beard, though it's getting there. I promise. Not it nearly. Is, it is getting. Well, there. I mean. That's what the CSM does to you. I didn't look like this before four years of the CSM, Mark. Let that is true, you. and it's hor- okay. <laughs> horrifying. But even, Merry Christmas mm. to all. Merry Christmas, Asher. Who's the voice for that intro? Who does it sound like? I mean, think about it. Come on. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, today is the first episode of season five of the Meta Show. What does that mean? Well, when I took over as co-host of the Meta Show in the year of our Lord, 2019, we started over, we rebooted like every other show that decides it's going to reboot and start over. We started over at episode one of season one. Now, yes, we had been on the air since 2015, but just like Dr. Who, we can start over. And that's what we did. This is the start of our fifth season. And oddly enough and scarily enough, Mark, you're, you've been with us for an entire year now. I know it's, it's, it, the time flies by. It's absolutely crazy. I have to say, I went back and did the math and officially now starting season five, I am the second longest serving host. Wow. Not bad, right? Not bad at all. Now I only need like three more years to overtake the number one guy, (laughs) but I'll take it. Yeah. I can't believe we've been doing this show for five years and I was on the, uh, Longest running Eve podcast the other day, which is Declarations of War. And they have done something like 270 some episodes over the years. And I did the math and we've done something like 170 just in the last five. That's kind of crazy, too. Mm -hmm. So today, as you can see, this is our Christmas episode. We have two episodes left in the year. We have this episode and then next week, which is our year end roundup episode that we always do our top 10 list. Of the top 10 biggest things in EVE for 2023. We'll go over that. We're going to talk about all the stuff that happened, all the stuff that didn't happen. I'm pretty sure, as always, there will be a Fountain Frank. God help me that there will be a Fountain Frank episode or at least some kind of a, a, a visit. And we will go from there. But in any event, That's very we got exciting. a show for you people today. Yeah. Now, the first question, Asher asked a very important question, and I think this is something we can use to kick off the start of the show. Who would win in an oil wrestling fight, Mark or Brisk? I put my money on Mark, not going to lie. I Listen, I also put my money on me, and it's it's just because uh, that's my, I mean, that's my, that's my, 
that's my venue, man. That's if it. I can just get, get all slippery, like I'm just like, you ever seen somebody try and wrestle like a, 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 a an oiled up hog, but the hog is like, like unnaturally huge. See? That's kind of my vibe. Yeah. I'm just like a, just a big old, big old oily. When I get in there in that, that pit, I'm probably not doing myself any favor with this analogy, but, um, and brisk, you know, listen, he's, he's You're talking he's, here. Like you've done this before. Okay. Listen, don't judge me. Uh, all right, I'm, okay, I, all right, I'm just saying, I'm just saying brisk brisk is a dignified gentleman. He's a dignified fellow. He, you know, he's got, he's does law. He schmoozes with politicians. He goes to red carpet events. Me. I'm just, I'm, I'm just a good, listen, I live in, I live in West Georgia. I'm just a good old boy near the Alabama border. And you tell me what, what you tell yourself, speak, look, look deep down inside your heart. You think I don't get up inside that wrestling pit from time to time. Well, I'll given the, uh, the types of things we've seen coming out of Senate hearing rooms these days, I mean, <laughs> I don't know how dignified we are up here in Washington well, anymore. Let me tell you, uh, you know, just, just some real just quality, saying. real quality, uh, entertainment, uh, both, uh, family friendly and otherwise, coming out of the United States Senate right now, which is a lot of fun, fun for the whole, for the whole family. It's, it's just exciting. It's exciting for the entire family. Now, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, we are an hour early today. Why are we an hour early? Well, let me tell you, Mrs. Brisk and I and Brisk Jr. have a yearly pilgrimage that we make down to little Washington. We are in mm. big Washington, little Washington is about an hour away from where we are right now. And it has, as its defining feature, one of the greatest restaurants in the United States, one of the very, 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 very few three-star Michelin restaurants, the Inn at Little Washington, and we go there every Christmas wow. as our little, as like the one of our Christmas presents to each other, which is very nice. So I, we have a dinner at six, and it takes an hour to get there, and Mr. Briss wants to go shopping in the shop. So we had to start the show an hour early today because we could not miss another episode. And God knows the last thing we need is another Mark episode talking about wormholes because that's just so Yeah, that's right, bitch. The last couple of weeks have been all Mark, baby. I listen, I have a question, and I, I I wouldn't know anything about this because like I said, I'm the I am just the 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 lowly uh proletariat, unlike you you fancy bourgeois types. How how hard is it to get into a, a three-star Michelin place? One of the only three-star Michelin places in the United States. It is, it is not easy, Yeah, uh, but it's the, 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 the hardest part is, is the, yeah. Yeah. I it's think it is expensive. probably that, but I, I mean, these places usually have wild wait lists, right? I mean, you're talking right. Months well, I mean, advance. that's why we, that Mrs. Brisk is very good about trying to get there six months early and make sure. And, and we've been there a bunch of times, so they know us. So it's not oh, like we're, we've never been there, but it's like, oh. I'll tell you. Lord they do not me. put government cheese on the meal, sadly. Oh, I wouldn't mind that. That's pretty good. Okay. Whew, this is so anyway. That's what we're gonna I be got, doing. I got the vapors. That's what we're gonna be doing. That's why we had to start the show an hour early. So I'm sorry if for those of you who show up at four o'clock today expecting the meta show, you're gonna have to listen to the VOD. Sorry, dude. Uh-huh. All right. Now, first thing that happened this week that I want to talk about is, and we'll go to our top story because I know this is it's goofy, but we're just gonna say. The top story of the week is we got our stats from CCP. Yay. Yay. Now, 
For those of you who recall last year, last year, the community was in an uproar. Yeah, we were. Because there were no videos with the end of the year stats that everybody wanted to see. This had become Uh a thing. It was a standard thing. Everybody loved those videos and they didn't do them. And it pissed everyone off. Mark, do you remember how angry everybody was? I remember. I do. I do. My, uh, it, it wasn't immediate. It was like after January, I started getting the DMS of like, Hey, when are we getting those stats videos? And I didn't have the heart to tell them like, well, we're not. Uh, and it was, they did, they did give us a video. Uh, it was a very depressing video. It was it not was nearly depressing. as, ex- yeah, it was not. That and it great. was not individual to everybody that did it, which was kind of mm. shitty. But I thought as part of the fun that Mark and I would share our stats with you guys so you can compare how we did compared to you guys. So here we are. I will throw this up on the screen. This was my stats. Here we are. Brisk's 2003 accomplishments. And I have to say, I am a bit disappointed in myself for some of these. Okay. Mm. Now, first of all, one, this is the most disappointing. I spent 701 hours in Eve, which puts me in the top 4%. That is not enough, okay? No, it really isn't. Not even remotely close to how high it should be, okay? And we'll get there when we talk about Mark. A little less than two hours a day? Right. That's, that's, this is obviously not good. Shameful. This is not, Mrs. Brisk obviously would prefer if it was a lot lower than 701 hours. But for me, I'm kind of like, this is not the best thing. I didn't know that Mrs. Brisk wanted to be married to a loser. That's it. Sorry. Totally. Exactly. I'm totally slacking. So, and I'm slacking even more. So here, this one, what I thought was interesting, 33 million skill points this year. That, that seems a little high. I, I maybe I might've, you know, I might have, uh, by accident. Did you buy some of those packs that gave you accelerators? I think I did. I think that would, that would probably help. That might've put me in here. So that's not bad. So that puts me in the top 2%. My ISK flow, ISK flow, your total ISK income this year was 531 billion, but 452 billion left your wallet, a net difference of 79 billion, which puts you in the top 1%. I guess that's pretty good. We don't, we don't have to look at my, my ISK flow. We don't have to do that one. That's okay. The funny part is what did I spend the most on? Velus entropic <laughs> radiation sinks busted, busted. What for, for Kiki's? That, no, that, so what I do, what I would was doing is Merkel Chen and I, we are uh-huh. boat racers. When, when uh-huh. we say boat racers, what we like to do is we like to fit out the most ridiculous, mm-hmm. ridiculous Triglavian ship fits we possibly can and then go see who can get top damage on the most towers. And I was rolling Velus and Tropics to try to get good uh, Jesus. on those. So that's what I was doing. So that's why. I'm Wild. Doing. And I made the most from selling Plex. No shit. I'm sure you got into a lot of uh, a lot of warfare. You could scroll down just a little bit there. Now, and see this, what, is, uh... this is also something that, to me, I am a bit embarrassed by. Okay. Hmm. You got into some fights this year and proved your medal with a total of 740 PvP kills. Wow. Wow. Ooh. Yeah. Like, do do you even play this game, Brisk? I don't know. Like, that that seems ridiculously low for me. I just can't believe 
nine solo uh, onyx skills though you know there's something you said about that there you go nine of these were done solo because uh-huh. I don't solo. You know why? I got yelled. Somebody was making fun of me because I have so few solo skill solo kills, and I was simply saying, "Guys, I'm sorry. I have friends. Yeah, they want to yeah. hang out with me. I can't tell them no. So yeah, I'm not going to get on a lot of. Uh, not going to get on a lot. So now, very good. The PvP ship of choice was the Onyx, which tells me that I spent most of my time gate camping in Pochfin. Uh-huh. That's uh, that's where I fly the Onyx. That's yeah. not the only place that I fly. Travel. I did some traveling this year. I visited 1,051 systems, top 2%. I did 4,940 jumps. I spent the most time in the 1DQ Imperial Palace. No shit. How many times were you killed? It doesn't say how many times I was killed. That would have been a better stat for them mm-hmm. to put on here. Because I wish that I would had. have been like, I would have been in the top 1% of that. I, I wish there was a lot more just like PvP information in general. But right, listen, baby steps, man. What are you gonna do? That's it. I mined, and this is, I mean, legitimately, like the mining thing laughs me because this is uh only something that Merck and I have started doing in like in the last two weeks or so. We decided we wanted to see how much we could get Karma Fleet to mine, and let me tell you, it's a shit ton. As you can see from the background, we are literally mining while the show is going. Mm. That's what we do fun. now. We are miners. So uh, anyway, yeah, I know. How right? fun. Yeah. All right. So this is my, my alt didn't do much because uh, all he does is kind of sit in my Titan and sometimes. So there you go. That was me. Now, Mark. Mm. Marky Mark. Here we go. My numbers are a little different. This is a little, <laughs> this, this. A little bit different. Friend, um, Look. You might need okay. to go outside. Okay. So I, I'm just saying, I you might need this, to go outside. No, 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 no. I explained this earlier. I have a robust social life. Okay. I just happen to be really? like chronically bad. Yes, extremely robust. I don't go to three star Michelin restaurants, but I do go out sometimes to places and see people uh, and, and engage with topics of conversation. Uh, but I, I am chronically bad at shutting down Eve. Um, which I think probably attributes to most of this. I did do the math earlier on this, and if you uh, that is 97 and a half, uh, 97 and a half days of Eve, a third um, of this year you spent, yeah, logged into Eve Online, yeah, yeah. So if you just do a little, uh, little cheeky old 365, that means I had the game. Uh, open and playing uh, for at least six and a half hours every day, all day, or every every day, every month, all year long without breaks. So, uh, you know, what uh, sometimes just be what it is. You know, I mean, we don't have to look at we don't have to look at my ISK flow. Yes, we do. There's, look at this. All right, so mm. your total ISK this year was three hundred eighty-four billion, but three hundred eighty-four mm. billion left your wallet with a yeah. difference of forty-eight million which puts you in the top 94%. Congratulations on being yeah. a CEO. You spent mm-hmm. more than you took in this year. Yeah. Welcome to deficit spending. I think because I had a couple other people ask me about that too. And they're like, how is that possible? And I said, the thing you got to understand is that very little of the money, money that I bring in, uh, d- go like just sits around, uh, almost all of it either goes towards, uh, replacing ships that I have lost, uh, because I am very bad at Eve online, uh, or, buying ships for other people uh or srp 
so which is kind of like buying ships for other people so or fuel oh god structure fuel i spent a lot of money on structure fuel too so do you guys not have taxes and turbo what are we gonna tax do you not what do we tax money we tax blue loot, but all of that goes towards like, I mean, home defense doctrines. And yeah, I mean, like this is this year for the first time every year before this year, our corp wallet was under 20 billion esque at the end of the year, which was crazy. And this year, this is the first time it's ever gotten high. And it's only because we like, we had one guy join who actually had any idea what he was doing. And I made him a director so that he could make up for my mini my Can mini you please mini fix our finances dear god yeah uh so that was all great but so wait a know, second you have a new guy in the corporation who's only been in for a year and you made him a director he's not he's not new. okay first of all i'm just asking because uh, i'm thinking hey you yeah know, uh, so i hope you uh, i hope you guard your ship better than we do he does tell me constantly that one one small step out of line if i if i reach into the corp wallet one more time uh, he's gonna pull a J J amazing on me. I'm just or saying. J- yeah. I'm just. I'm waiting. I'm waiting because you know what? If that when and if that happens, I'm gonna yeah, mock the shit out of you because you yeah. did that to me. I mean, just I'm say. sure. I'm sure PL would welcome me with open arms. Uh, it seems to be the the <laughs> the That's it. the way those things tend to happen. You'd have to stop uh, playing though because they don't. They're yeah, not allowed to play. But no, I listen. I I did. I was actually surprised how much money I I spent. Um because I didn't feel like it was that much, um, you know, that much isk, but, and actually that's not even a, that's not even a true indication because I, I also got paid for working the Alliance tournament this year. The, the, all the Alliance tournament casters got paid, uh, and they paid in Plex and that money I never saw that went straight to go. the corp wallet. So, uh, so I appreciate that. In addition to myself, you also made the most from selling plex that's yeah. my boy that's it just that's, just that is what well us veterans I mean, do yeah i mean listen yeah. I, I have i for the better part of the year i was gainfully employed and when you're you're employed the thing that you have the least amount of is time uh and so it's it's an easy conversion to say well i can just buy plex and then i can convert other people's time into my money uh which is, which is how that works out so your PvP was pretty solid, 875 okay. kills more than me, 72 solo kills. Yeah. Your PvP it's... ship of choice was the Leshek. Well, that's obvious you're a wormhole. That is true. I I think those PvP kills were should have been a little bit higher, but mm-hmm. Again, I have I have a bunch of different I have a bunch of different characters uh that combined probably look pretty good, but individually they are all just I mean, they're just fleet characters. It's I, I, I have never been, nor will I ever claim to be uh, good at playing this game. Uh, I almost only ever undock in fleets. So my my PvP kills are all dependent on on those fleet numbers. Now, I'll skip over the, the travel because your travel was about the same as me. Mm-hmm. I will say it, it makes me laugh that your guy's home station is named Atlanta. It was named Atlanta. We we unanchored that fort a couple weeks ago, um, and we anchored. We have a Dracus fort now in our in our home hole, and uh, uh, the the name of the Dracus fort is so much for subtlety, uh, which is a uh, the culture yeah. reference, um, which is which is really fun. So, but yes, for the better part of the year, it was Atlanta. It actually probably had like six different names, uh, just depending on how I was feeling that day, but. It ended now, up being Atlanta. The one thing that I do want to note here, 
Mark is the wormhole CSM. He took over oh, for Lord me. Help me. He only has 1,435 wormhole jumps, which puts him in the top 4% of wormhole enthusiasts. All right, all right, all okay. right. Then pull up the other well, picture. I I've got another. If I remind you, look at me. Oh, my God. I had 121. I'm in the top 20%. Yeah. That's not bad. Mark, <laughs> are you serious? Mark, 4%. Okay, so Mark, Mark the wormhole the CSM is, in the four, is not a one percenter in terms of wormhole takings. Mark, this, Mark, this is disappointing. Sorry, Mark the character uh, spends a lot of time hanging out in a Fortisar, moving assets around. Ah, uh, okay. Mark, Mark the the individual has many different characters who do a lot of other things. In fact, if you were to pull up the other image of my scanner, uh, that gets a lot of travel time alt. in. Yeah, uh, you'll see that she has uh, quite a bit. Almost uh, as many hours as your main does. Yeah, yeah, she does. Just saying. Uh, she's done pretty well for the most part. She's she's diversifying. Oh, um, look at that. Now your scanner. There yeah. you go. There you go. That's the, that's the number down there. 55 or 58, 58, which is not go. too bad. I've seen people All with right. a lot more. Uh, you have... Just, you know, just you have vindicated how it yourself, sir. Mm -hmm. It's okay now. Not bad. I, right, I did think so, this was fun, though. I'm glad they did this. I am glad they did this too. Now, now, granted, I'm not going to argue. Like I, I'm happy that they did it, but I missed the video. The video was oh, yeah. cool, yeah, and I mean, I, I know too. that takes work, and it's way harder to do than something like this. But it's like, I like the video. I'm kind yeah. of a video guy. I'm just saying. I'm just saying they did. They did come out with a video. They just not. They the did video. come out with a video. They came out with the scope video, which was, I think, very interesting. And I will pull it up here and I'll let it play while we're talking a little bit about mm -hmm. it. But um, what did you think about the scope video? Uh, I man, I really wish like <laughs> I really wish they would talk to. Um, anybody before they make these because I, I love the fact that they've done it like like the whole vibe of the video is great like this this whole scene is so good like the way that they have everything set up is is really engaging and really immersive um i just wish that the stats they put on the screen was or really anything else do i need to know that the number one ship undocked in nullsec is like a fucking venture or something no, that, that I, was it was that was the number one ship for high sec and low sec. Yeah, and then the give... Epithal was on the list of most undocked ships in null sec, and we'll get to that yeah. in a second here. And that's uh, what I'm saying. Like, there there is information that people would love to have um, that they don't need to. Like, yeah, there it is. It's right there. There you go. Number one There's, venture high sec. Yeah, venture Gila and retriever. Fucking fantastic. So mining ships and abyssal PvP or abyssal uh, riding ships, fantastic. Low sec. There you go. M mining, mining, scanning. Fucking the incredible. Epithal is number. I don't like. Look at that. Epithal is yeah. number one for you guys because you're hauling all your shit around. Yeah. So right. I made when it, when this video came out, I pinged the the big wormholer Discord and flamed everybody for doing so much PI because uh, it's making us look bad. Like and stuff like that's what I'm saying. Like stuff like that. There's information that I think people want to know. Um, like information that people would like to uh, have more of in, in a video like this. And they just do such a 
it's just like it's very bare bones it's like very top like you know oh what are the top three ships okay here are the top three ships well that doesn't tell us anything that's not interesting right. i want to know like what are the top three ships lost in fleet fights and maybe that takes more work to research but like you know i would it would be at least be more interesting than just oh yeah null sectors are losing ishtars what a fucking revelation you know like i'm I mean? shocked i'm shocked that that's yeah, even a yeah thing. what is what is the dread that was lost the most? Like how many supers died this year? Like right. stuff like that. Well, they you don't want to show weekend. that number because that number is so low. It'll be embarrassing. Yeah. yeah. It would be pretty rough. Yeah. Uh, I thought that these numbers were really interesting. Oh, um, this number right here is the best one. So let me freeze yeah. it. Let me go back here. This one right here. This who, was, who was extremely that, controversial. That is my boy, Merkel Chen on the Mer screen there. <laughs> Karma fleet. <laughs> Yeah. Of which I am but a humble director member. 39, oh, yeah. almost 39.8 million LP. Now, we sort of figured this out. This had to be taxed because, let me tell you, the freaking... It's not that much LP is the thing. The the uh, the Reddit folks were pissed. Oh, yeah, they really did that not like null this. That a null-sec group, Comey Valentine, former CSM yeah. candidate, totally pissed that Karma Fleet with 40 million LP is the most loyal faction warfare group. Am I playing the same game? Yeah. Totally mad. And then a bunch of people whining about it because apparently our tax rate being 15%, which we didn't, I talked to Merkel Chen about it. We didn't even know. Like, yeah, I don't even remember us ever talking about setting the rate. It's just kind of, we just left it at 15%, whatever it is. And that's funny to me because this is just our guys doing the, playing the game. They don't care. Like, it's like, it's just one of these things where we're not huge and we don't, we haven't talked about faction warfare. We don't play up faction warfare, which is probably why the faction warfare guys are flipping their shit that a null sec megacorp got the number one most loyal in faction warfare. Well, I mean, here's the thing too, that people need crazy. to remember is that Karma Fleet is enormous. I mean, it's one of the biggest corps in the game, right? I mean, it's got to be it's at least in the top, top five. five yes. yes. Yeah. And so if you have the, one of the biggest, most active corps in the game, it doesn't really matter where your group is located because your, your members are going to be doing stuff all over space. So like the most active, um, uh, uh, like low sec corps are probably either sedition or Ratani tribe uh, in Minmatar fleet Alliance. Um, and both of those groups, while they are very active in the war zone and very active in faction warfare, I mean, they have hundreds of members compared to the thousands that Karma fleet has. So right. it, it is, it's just one of those where like, it just is what it is. I mean, you, right. it, I mean, it, and that's the thing, even the largest of the farming bot groups in faction warfare, even the largest of the legitimate faction warfare groups have fewer members than our standing fleet has on any day of the, of the week. Yeah. And that's just the nature of it. So I'm sorry to the faction warfare role-playing people who are upset that karma fleet uh, had the highest number of, or at least it the highest very tax funny. rate. Yeah. It's very funny. I'm sorry that you guys were upset. Sorry, not sorry, not really at all. I was going to say, I was, I'm pretty sure you're not sorry. Not, but that's it. not. Yeah. Merry Christmas, though. <laughs> Get good. Uh, right. What else we got? What else? So 
The only other thing I wanted to talk about was there was one other thing that happened this week that I thought was kind of funny. And I want to, I just want to point out and I'll, I'll bring this up on the screen briefly. The, the player counts over the oh, last yeah. couple of weeks have been pretty freaking good. Now this is, it is Saturday, oh, no. 20-38 Eve time. Almost four oh, o'clock Eastern in the U.S. It is primetime EU. And there are 30,574 folks playing Eve right now. That is freaking amazing. Okay. How many are there? 30,574. Wow. Not bad. That would have been half just last year. Yeah. Half of just last year. And it's amazing to me that thanks to just two two expansions that focused on areas of the game that hadn't been focused on for a while, and suddenly, boom, everybody wants to play again. And that's even with them not fixing the big boogeyman of scarcity, which is still out there. It's crazy to me, and it makes me very happy to see that we have so many people logging in and playing the game. But, but, but. Oh, no. There was a slight bit of controversy on oh, Reddit, no. and you can see it in the background here. And this is something <laughs> anecdotally that we have noticed <laughs> that Horde seems to be having problems getting folks to join their fleets. And it's kind of uh, kind of funny. And you can see in this one here, you've got Ziga, Mr. Unlucky. Numbers are terrible. Let's go. You've got Warspite, well, who I understand is one of the meaner of the FCs in Horde, complaining about not having enough people. You've got Mira, you've got other people saying, oh, we don't have enough folks. Gobbin saying, Max, Max, dudes, fight to be had. Jump clone. We couldn't get enough dudes to take the fight, so get the fuck in here. We need numbers, things like this. The number of pings that they have been pushing out to their members to get them in fleets has grown exponentially. Something seems to be happening in Horde right now, and it seems like maybe they've all decided to go play Path of Exile or something else. Oh, my. I'm just saying. It's weird. And, and now, now, to be fair, these guys, they, they explained a lot of things in here. Namely, you know, it's Christmas time. Why, why would you expect, you know, it's December why, why would you expect people to, to spend time playing the game in December and it's just everywhere? What's going on? Like, love the Reddit PvP, but there was about five fleets today with 50 plus. Five fleets in Horde of 50 plus. Let's, let's look over here again. Let me just pull this up. Five, five fleets of 50 plus and oh Horde having... The most number of people in the game. Second most to us. There you go. Because we've been recruiting quite a bit. Here's Horde. Number two. 39,605 members. And they're bragging about having five plus fleets in a day that each had 50 people in it. Mark, I bet you guys could probably get five groups of 50 in a day. We, I'm just saying. We, uh, you know... Listen, I'm not, oh boy, howdy. I have to work with these people, Briss. Uh, I know, but that okay. doesn't mean I'm not going to throw you on the spot. So, Deal with it. 
so here's here's here i think this is two things one it is the holiday season that part is true that is true uh two um you know if some of the the issues that have been raised or brought up about some of the fcs like war spite are true uh i don't know i mean everybody has been in a fleet with an absolutely caustic fc before uh i had the distinct pleasure uh last week of being in a fleet with uh what effectively was three very, very good FCs. Um, those being uh, uh, Artanis Talendar, Casey Cook, and Michael 1995 of Laserhawks in the the big wormhole thing that happened last weekend. Uh, and though that was a great experience. Everybody has had less than great experiences and there's nothing that, that uh, drives people away from fleets in my experience. Like, even knowing that they're going to be diving into what is effectively a feed, if you're going to be doing it with um, an FC that is like cool and chill and not uh, a huge prick. Like, yeah, I, I think a lot of people will take that anyway. So if that's true, that's problematic because that will absolutely drive people away from your fleets. Um, and the other thing too is, and I listen, I don't know anything about, I, I want to preface this by saying I am an, an ignoramus. I am just a layman. I have a very niche area of expertise that mostly relies uh very heavily on moving uh, uh, freighters full of fuel back and forth between structures. So take this all with a grain of salt, grain of sand, grain of salt, grain of salt. Grain of salt is correct. Yes. Thank you. I was right the first time, but horde is not like the horde has not traditionally been the PVP Alliance, right? Like horde was the, like the, and I'm, I think this gets is mentioned that, is in the that Reddit the new arg- too. Is that going to be the new argument? Well, well they're I'm not just, really I, a PVP alliance. I'm asking you. I mean, they're like, they are, or were for the longest time, the like meat shield buffer crab alliance in between everybody else and PL and NC, right? Am I like, that might be wrong. I may be that wrong. Is, for- listen, that is not wrong, but I would argue that that it's been a long time since they were the meat shields of PL and NC dot. If anything, NC dot and PL are the meat shields for horde. Now Hmm, that's fair. And if you look at any of the numbers, like if you pull up Z kill and I could do it now, but I want to talk about this screen before we go anywhere else. Look Mm -hmm. at Z kill. Number one Alliance in the game in terms of PVP kills is horde. Yeah. Top five corporations, blessed beans in the top there, just right, right. Like with karma fleet. So these guys are out fighting. They, they PVP. You know, it's just, it's just weird to me that at least, and I, I'll tell you, I've been on a couple of fleets this week where we were pinged out hordes forming. We, we know they want to contest this. Mm-hmm. Let's get your butts in fleet. I got in fleet and they no showed. And we got mm. a couple of easy kills for on you know, anchoring structures and clown ring, which is what I wanted to talk about here. Yeah, go because ahead. this seems to be the only place that has any real action happening in the game right now. So clown ring, as you can see clown ring, who wants to live there? Nobody. Why? Cause it's a funny place. It's a haven for gate campers. Everybody uh-huh. loves it. Seventh sanctum is great at killing anything that comes through there. But in terms of like living there and making it a thing, clown ring is just, it's kind of like no man's land. Now horde and PL, as you can see, Horde is wrecked here. PL, negative 10, and NC dot right there are moving into the territory that was part of, it was, it was some of it was former 
uh, B2 coalition members. Then you had Shadow, who was who's part of the Imperium now, that, that was in there, that they took this, this area from. And then you still have some of these guys that are here. I asked Darkshines the other day when we were out fighting, why is Panfam moving into Clown Ring? And what he told me was, lol, no idea. But he said, essentially, this is, it seems to me that this is some kind of just a content kind of thing where they're bored. So we'll just go and toast this thing. I, I, I find it hard to believe that anyone could be so bored that they would go in and tosis to have fun. That's like For saying, yeah. man, my leg really hurts. Let me punch myself in the dick so that it doesn't hurt as much. Yeah. It just doesn't make a lot of sense. I don't care. I, yeah. But hey, I, if that's what you like, go for it. I mean, I know that there's those, whatever that group is, slow, slow children at play, uh, whatever the name that's of that it, is. That's them right here. Uh, I know that they have been pretty good about giving good fights. Uh, so maybe that's what they were looking for. Um, but I mean, if they get pushed out, just like the last residents who got pushed out, I mean, I mean, you, you like, eventually you're going to run out of people to to fight right like you're going to get to the point where you've pushed out everybody who whoever would would set up in an area nobody wants to come and contest you because they know that they'll just get pushed out again so wh what are you doing like why why right. you wh why are you doing if you this? need all that extra space i mean it's another region i guess i don't but understand this it's cloud it's cloud ring i mean I and know. then that, and that's the bottom line like it's yeah it's clown ring so when it comes to what we're doing in terms of you know, PVP and fighting and everything. I, I mean, I can't explain what it is about what's going on in Horde that mm -hmm. their numbers are so bad. But, I mean, it's it's obviously there's something going on. This is a thing. And it's something we should probably keep an eye on because, you know, hey, you know, when, when you see major groups start having trouble filling fleets, even in a relative amount of peacetime, that kind of, that's, that's kind of the thing where you start saying, oh, interesting is now the time where we come and fuck with you. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Now, obviously this is not a future plans thing. Cause we don't talk about future plans on the meta show, but maybe, maybe it's only time. the, maybe, maybe they only are the current meta. Maybe it's where we should, maybe we should go and mess with them. I don't yeah. know. I'm just saying, I will say in, in all seriousness, and this is, this is really true of everybody. If there's any group out there who, um, who is un like having a hard time getting people in fleets? I, I would take, I would ask, well, not ask, uh, I would recommend to those leadership groups. This is probably something a lot of them already know. Like, really do take a look at your your fleet commanders. Like, this is real shit. Uh, it is so much harder to get people in a fleet if the FC is just dog shit. And I don't mean dog shit at like the game. There have I mean, been like plenty an of, yeah, just a huge asshole. And I don't mean like like an ass like there have been plenty of FCs who are assholes, but who are like assholes in an entertaining way, and people still show up for their fleets because it's like, what's he gonna do next, right? Um, but like some of these FCs, man, are just like fucking just not. And I don't want to pretend like I am a good FC because I am not. Uh, I am a a C tier level anchor at best. But I've been in a lot of fleets and I've seen a lot of FCs and the FCs who are just like chill and very cool and like 
aren't gonna fucking lose their minds when when people bring don't bring more than two fucking dictators. Like, I mean, this is what it is, man. I people 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 do not like no two no one's gonna stick their hand in fucking yeah. dictators. No one's gonna stick their hand in a in a bear trap willingly if they know that the bear trap's gonna snap shut, right? So like, I don't know. I I I am sympathetic to stuff like this, but I think it just has an easy solution. We have a little bit of breaking news that is that just came down on the wire about half an hour ago. So let me throw this up here and we'll talk about it live. What do we? The TTT. Gobbins oh. has announced an update that the TTT will be shutting down their industry aspects. And they will focus solely on their market stuff beginning in January of 2024. Here's what Gobbin says. He says, the TTT is currently providing two services, the market service and industry manufacturing research and reaction service. Everything outside the market makes little profit and requires extra effort to defend. So we've decided that only the market is worth keeping in operation. The non-market parts of the TTC will shut down at the end of January, only the marking market and cloning services will remain operational after January. And then he goes on to say, don't install any new industry jobs. The structures are likely to be unanchored. They'll focus on the market Satoyo and maybe a backup. They considered selling the extra Satoyos to people that wanted to keep running them, but we have no way to ensure the buyer won't simply put them into abandons to for assets to drop. So that option was ruled out. So I would do that. That's pretty yeah. big news, let me tell you. So, again, I feel like the poor TTT has had a rough year. And I think when we talk about, you, you know, the top things that have happened in EVE in 2023, the loss of the TTT Keepstar was obviously one of those. Like, that was a big deal. Mm -hmm. And I think that talking about, them moving completely out of the industry business, which was one of the one of their big things back in the day. This was this was it was supposed to be a soup to nuts kind of market industry reactions, everything, so that you had ways of, of going and using top tier facilities that had low tax rates everywhere to build your stuff, to market your stuff, to all that kind of thing. It was great. Well, I guess they're tired of getting attacked and now they can't defend. They don't want to defend or they're not willing to defend mm -hmm. all of the non-market as parts parts of the TTT, which the market is currently being run out of the, one of the last extra large structures in HiSec, their Satoyo in Perimeter. They're not going to be doing anything but that come January. And as my, mm -hmm. my dear friend, Jason Kujan says, gee, this was so much easier when goons weren't attacking these. <laughs> and i think yeah. that's 100 percent true and i agree with them 100 percent. yeah let's uh let's let them burn you know at the end of the day the ttt i think as a concept is something that is going the way of the dodo and while they are making some money right now it seems obvious to me that the the sun is is is, is going down over the concept of these large market hubs that are unattackable because I think we've proven that they are anything but unattackable. All right. True. That was breaking news. The last thing we wanted to talk about on the show today was TTT is the Tranquility Trading 
Tower. It's a Tranquility Trading Consortium. It was the mm-hmm. high sec marketplace outside of Jita. And she would sell all the high margin items because the tax rate was low. It was run yeah. by a consortium of NullSec powers until CCP changed the rules and disallowed any more uh, anchoring of large structure, high, extra large structures in high sec. And then we all turned on it. We killed the Keepstar. They still have the Satoyo. That's it. So that's what we were talking about. Now, the last thing I wanted to talk about today was, and this is tangentially Eve related. So please, guys, do not jump down my throat saying that this is not Eve because it's Eve. Eve Vanguard Mm. put out a roadmap, which I am very pleased. Like, I'm impressed. Not only did they put out a roadmap, they put out a dev blog talking about all of the information that they gleaned from the player base from this most recent playtest of the game. And they made it clear the number one argument, the number one thing that I heard from everybody when it launched and when we were playing it and everything was, is this it? That's all it is. It's just one gun. It's just one map. This is all there is. And they didn't seem to realize this was like a pre-early alpha, like not even not even a full alpha, like an early alpha. It was just kind of like showing everybody, hey, look, we've got a game and, and it plays and you can see it and it looks like something. There, there are going to be more guns. There are going to be more maps. But that was the number one thing was people expe- expected a more complete game than they got to experience. Okay, I understand that, but... Mm-hmm. For what was there, it was pretty solid, especially it ran well, which I was the most pleased with. I, if, if it had been a laggy, shitty, like poor experience on my computer, which is probably about the highest end you can get, I was going to be very upset for everybody else. And that was not what we had. In fact, it was the game's performance. And they mm-hmm. note this in the dev blog that people said, the game's performance held up pretty well. And I thought the visuals were great. I liked seeing the bowhead. That was kind of cool. But obviously, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, they need to do more work on it. So they put out Boots on the Ground in 2024. They're going to do play tests every month between now and June. But look at this. This is an actual roadmap. Like, they're telling us what they're going to do. Now, again, take everything that's said here with a grain of salt because... We've seen this game development. Okay. Yeah. We've seen roadmaps and they're not always stuck to, but they're saying that they are going to fix bugs. They're going to do more balancing. They're working the launcher service report for two different regions. And then they're going to start working on a lot of stuff. They're going to add a mining prototype in March. In June, they're going to major feature update that'll include a new map and weapons uh, modification and a bunch of other stuff. Like, this is good. This makes me pleased. They are they are working on this. And despite the fact that I, I think I probably would have been in one of the groups that was, because I had seen Project Nova crash and burn. I had seen a lot of these, like, we're kind of the opinion that a first-person shooter is never going to happen. Mm-hmm. And even if it did, it wasn't going to be anything, anything remotely close to Dust 514, where it impacted in-game stuff and there was orbital bombardment and all that kind of crap. But you know what? I've been pleasantly surprised over and over again with everything about Vanguard. And I'm I'm hoping that they stick to this roadmap because if they do, six months, I mean, we could see this game in another year or two. That's pretty solid. I would mm-hmm. like to see that. 
I think it will be fun. Mark, what did you get a chance to play Vanguard at all? What was your? I take? did. I played a little bit. Uh, I liked it. I mean, I, we, I mentioned it. I think a little bit, um, maybe last week. But the the I I went into it expecting literally nothing. Um, I, I for two reasons. One, I'm just preposterously bad at shooters. Uh, almost to the point where I think it's like a genetic condition. Um, Is that a thing? Like you just yeah. Can't well. Do it just can't do it i'm don't have the hand-eye coordination for it. i don't know what it is i'm very bad at shooters uh i um but i still found the game to be like it was still fun to play uh and even if it wasn't like fun long term there wasn't a whole lot of like repeated uh uh you know it wasn't a whole lot of of repeatable enjoyment in there i thought that the like i've played bad games before where the controls just feel really horrible um, and it, it, it just, is not a fun experience even to pick up the controller and play. That is something that I, 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 uh, I wish they would do. I know it's probably heretical within these circles, but God, I, it had me, it had me longing for uh controller support. Uh, cause if I'm going to be bad at, at a shooter, I want to be bad at a shooter while I'm leaned back in my chair. So, right. uh, but, uh, I was, I was impressed. I mean, I was, I was. I enjoyed it significantly. I mean, it was, it was not a, um, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't anything out of this world, but I, I don't, I, and I've said that for a long time, I don't think it needs to be anything revolutionary. I just think it needs to be a solid shooter set in the Eve universe that people who are in this community or adjacent to the community, adjacent to this community can get a real, you know, can get something out of while they're not playing Eve. So if you, if you can, while you're in the middle of a fleet, just sitting there doing nothing, open up Vanguard and play a couple rounds of Vanguard and do something and have some kind of achievement there. That is what I think the game needs to be. Something to something for players in Eve to do when Eve is boring, because there's a lot of time in Eve where it is very boring. So if they can figure that out, that's they're basically on the on the money with that one. So all right. Yeah. Now, ladies and gentlemen, we've hit the end of the show. Hmm. I would like to wish all of you guys a very Merry Christmas on Monday. I hope you enjoy your weekend, enjoy your time, play a lot of Eve, have a lot of fun. Mark and I, were happy to be here with you guys to talk about all the stuff that happened in the last couple of weeks since we were last together. Mark, do you have any Christmas wishes that you'd like to pass along to our viewership? Uh, I, you know, I, uh, I I don't want to get like too sappy about it because it, it's, it seems like the thing to do is just get like really real emotional at the end of the year and thank everybody for everything. And so I won't do that. Uh, I will say though, that um, 2023 has been kind of a weird year. Uh, and the last couple of years have been trying, I think for a lot of people. Uh, but the fact that Eve and this community and the people who are, who are in it um, have been such a constant has been uh, a, a source of, of, deep comfort for myself and i know a lot of other people as well so from all of us over here at the resurrectus family uh to all of you out there all of you good little worm babies and the rest of you as well uh merry christmas happy holidays um make sure to get properly shwasted uh at your family gatherings i certainly will uh and and have a good one likewise for all of you out there no matter where you are, no matter what group you're in, Merry Christmas from the Meta Show.
We will see you all next week for our final episode of 2023, our year in review episode that we do every year. Thank you all for watching. Sorry it was an hour early. I'm going to dinner. You stay classy, New Eden. All right, and it has a song here. I don't want a monologue for Christmas. There is just one thing I need. I don't care about free skill points. I won't claim for SFP. I just want my heroes. The best fleets you've ever thrown. Make the fat come through Win it all I want for Christmas Is You